0: Had archaeology not dug so deep, we might think of the Library of Alexandria as a myth, but the library was as real as Wall Street and the Eiffel Tower, and it's this library that we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to Deltas, a podcast about our collective past and present world. The Library of Alexandria was not the first library. Archiving of written material in this way goes back until at least 3400 BC, in the Sumerian city-state of Uruk, located in modern-day Iraq, though the library was a first for the scope of its mission – to collect a copy of every scroll and book in the world. The origins of the library are shrouded in legend to the extent that it's not entirely clear when it was founded the idea may have come from a greek scholar exiled to egypt called demetrius of phalerum who is believed to have proposed the idea of a universal library to be built in alexandria to ptolemy i the current consensus is that the groundwork and plans were probably laid down across the reigns of ptolemy i and ptolemy ii while The library opened its doors during the reign of Ptolemy II. So somewhere in the first half of the third century BC, the first stones for the library were laid in Egypt's city of Alexandria on the Mediterranean coast. It's worth noting the multi-generational commitment to Ptolemy I's goal of collecting all the knowledge in the known world, as it took two generations just to get the library up and running. This trend continued under Ptolemy III, who reigned from 246 to 222 BC, and instituted a policy that any ship stopping in Alexandria had to allow any written records they were carrying to be copied so that they might be added to the library. With Alexandria being one of the major ports on the Mediterranean, this policy led the library to grow magnificently. The Ptolemies also maintained a policy of inviting scholars from Greece and other ancient states to study at the library and add their scrolls to its archives. Over the centuries that followed, the library survived the many political tsunamis that rocked the clear waters of the Mediterranean. In 145 BC, Ptolemy VIII enacted a policy of expelling the intellectuals who had opposed his succession to the throne. This created a kind of intellectual diaspora with scholars from the library continuing their work in other parts of the Mediterranean. The first book on Greek grammar, The Art of Grammar, dates from around this period, and it's likely that its writer, who had recently moved to the Greek island of Rhodes to set up a school, had come from the library's scholarly ranks. In 80 BC, the city of Alexandria became a possession of the Roman Empire, and the library along with it. Then, in 42 BC, part of the library's collection of scrolls were burned during one of Rome's many civil wars, in which Caesar, yes, that Caesar, and his rival Pompey were fighting over who would take autocratic control of Rome's empire. After this incident, material about the library becomes harder to find. It remained a Roman possession, along with the city. From time to time, it appears in the official record The Emperor Claudius is said to have built an extension to the library at some point during his reign, which was between 41 and 54 AD. The last mention of the library and its scholars appears in the 260s AD. Four years later, in 272 AD, war came to Alexandria again. The Roman Emperor Aurelian was fighting to recapture Alexandria and the rest of Egypt from the forces of Queen Zenobia of Palmyra. We'll do an episode on Zenobia at some point. For now, just know that Zenobia had taken Egypt two years before and the library had survived her invasion. But when Aurelian's forces retook Alexandria, the library was not so lucky. Aurelian's forces destroyed the entire library and most of the surrounding area of the city during the fighting. So vanished a beacon from the shores of the Mediterranean. The library was survived by its scholars and some documents it held had previously been copied in whole or in part, but its most striking legacy is a word. The library was part of a larger institute that was dedicated to the nine muses, a set of goddesses connected to inspiration and learning in the nine arts. So, in homage to the muses, that institute was called Museum. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.